Lifers, and welcome to another episode of Because Life Can Be a Niche. I am so glad to have you here in the living room uh, with me again. I am thrilled, uh, beyond thrilled, because I think we're almost at 100 subscribers on the YouTube channel, so that's a big deal. I know some people have thousands and you know millions of subscribers but you know hey this girl is just happy to almost hit that 100 mark it's very important to me it's very important to all of us because we know that you are watching and that is that means the world so if you're watching on the YouTube channel you know what you need to do go ahead and hit the subscribe button for those of you who are out there in social media land please follow me on Instagram Facebook and Twitter at Katie Bryant writes and check out the blog Life Unfolding at katiebryantwrites.com. I'm dropping something there occasionally. Be sure to holler at us on Fridays because we drop Farmhouse Fridays when I'm in the kitchen cooking or doing, you know, grilling or whatever, doing something I love to do. Uh, so welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going to go ahead and get started and get right into it. One, because I'm tired. Uh, those of you who are watching, you can probably see that I'm tired. And two, because I really want to get into this topic and go ahead and chop it up with you and and I hopefully get some feedback from you on what you think about the, this topic today. Uh, so, uh, the tea of the episode. And you guys know I always have a favorite tea, but I went back to an oldie but goodie. This is my favorite, uh, one of my favorites right now, and it is called Paris. And I'm drinking Paris because it it puts me in a happy place and it calms me down. And I can tell you that I have definitely been in need of happy um, and being in a happy place because I have been working like a mad woman and not uh, intending to work as hard as I have been working. And that's what the topic is about today. I don't know what to call the episode. Uh, the Purge, I know that's a movie about, you know, mayhem and, mm, had to get that last sip of tea before I put it down. I didn't want to put it down, but I, I don't know if it's called a purge or if it's called um, the declutter times 20. But this past, we don't even have an episode from last week. So for those of you who've been following, you probably noticed that we changed our drop date uh, from Mondays to Thursdays. And we have been pretty much dropping on Thursdays. But there was no episode last Thursday because I couldn't do an episode last Thursday because I was purging. And that's what I want to talk about is the magnitude, <laughs> just the magnitude of mayhem, the magnitude of stuff that happened this past week that wasn't supposed to happen um, was overwhelming I'm still exhausted my poor mom is still exhausted I told her I said you know mom you should do this episode with me because we did this together and she was <laughs> she's probably asleep right now I'm sure she's like no I'm not having it but I don't know if you guys are, are like me but there are times when, if I'm going through a lot internally and, and, and grappling with a lot of things, 
I tend to change or take control of things outwardly to kind of give myself some peace and that's how this all started so just a long story no it's just a long story long um i have children who are you know of course school age kids and there has been the huge if you're a parent you know there's been the decision or the debate about whether you send your kids to school or whether or not you keep them home um, my school district uh, happened to give an option to parents so you can either send them in person for learning or the first semester you can digital learn and I knew the end of this past school year how the homeschooling situation went down <laughs> it was a Ooh, Lord have mercy, it was a mess. It had my mama refusing to learn new math. <laughs> Certainly not teaching it. Even she's a retired teacher. And she's like, we did new math, but this is a new, new math. So she wasn't learning the new, new math. And she was, but she was like the, she was the old pair. You know, she's here with us. And because I was working and, and I've been blessed and very fortunate to uh, still have a job and, and I work from home anyway. So there was no transition of working from home for me. It was just keep doing your job and you know now you just happen to have more people in the house while you do it. Um, and so that was interesting in itself but I never saw it as a burden. It was definitely funny at times. It was a lot of work uh, and, and an adjustment to what we were used to, but definitely not anything that I would whine about because I happen to have a support system. I, I know there are parents out there who don't and who have to work or they have jobs where they can't stay at home. And um, so it's different. So my experience was different coming from that perspective. But, you know, when the decision to when it came time to decide, you know, well, you can send them back or what. I knew I had uh, one of my children has asthma. And I wasn't going to take that chance and have him exposed or overly exposed or, or whatever, because we've seen uh, what the coronavirus does, especially to people who may have um, immune systems that may be compromised and asthma is definitely if you have a respiratory issue and we know that the coronavirus and, and respiratory issues is not a good mix no matter how you look at it no matter how healthy you are otherwise so you know I said okay well no I'm not sending them back so once I got my head around that decision that they were going to be here digital learning for the first semester I just, I, just, I don't know, I got anxious. I don't, I don't know what it is, but you know, we didn't do any vacations this year and we didn't go any place. So there's this constant um, reminder around my home of just, I don't know, it's just when you're home all day, all the time and you don't go anywhere. When I travel, I kind of forget that I have a stack of books someplace or 
there's you know a pile of, of things I said I was going to file away or, or, or clothes that I was going to go through and, and give away you know those those things are not as in your face when you're kind of got other stuff to do but when you're home all day not traveling not going anywhere it you just kind of start to notice things and and I was thinking man this is going to be a big change because this this semester is not going to be like the end of school we had to you know, they had the school had to call an audible, and it was just saying, "Hey, we got to make this work right now because you can't come back." Now there's time for planning. There's going to be a full day of instruction. There's a lot more. It's a lot more rigid and a lot more strenuous. So already, already, I'm like, I got to get organized, and it's not like you know, I have the classroom setup but i gotta get some type of classroom setup and i've got to have order and as i'm grappling in my in my mind and in my heart and going through all this stuff the first thing that i see that i can do outwardly to handle the confusion and all the anxious anxiety or whatever i'm going through inwardly was to purge and to clean the closets out and reorganize the closets but i didn't want to just reorganize I really wanted to like structure the closet so that our face space was more efficient because we're all we, nobody's getting smaller everybody's growing up around here and we are out growing this house and even though we you know the kids have their room and you know there's space if you ride and buy down the street you're probably like oh that's plenty of room so <laughs> you come in here and it's just like no, like their clothes were jam packed, and there was no space for clothing and shoes and all this stuff. And I told my mom, I said, you know, I gotta do something. I gotta get this thing together. I, this, this is it. This is, this is how I'm gonna get organized. I'm gonna get this house organized and get everything set up and set their classroom stations up. And and if everything's in order and organized, I'll feel better going into the school year. And I gotta get it done before school starts. So that's how the debacle started. And and so I went through this um, day, I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I went through this like, let me, let me find someone to do the work because I don't want to do it. And I, at first I was looking at all these beautiful closets, you know, these closet reorganization companies. And, you know, everybody's like a month out, two months out, we can look at your stuff virtually. And I don't want to put that kind of money in a home that's 20 years old. And so I was like, well, I don't need that kind of level. I mean, that's, that's the next home closet organization. Let me find something else. So I went through this service and, you know, hired someone, um, you know to reorganize the closets and do some shelves and just kind of take the wire stuff down and and some of the things that came with the home and just make it nice i'm going to show you pictures because when you see it and i have before in the middle and after so you'll know why this episode was necessary i just got to talk about it to get through it i've been traumatized i just gotta i gotta talk it out and and get over what's happened and so the project started, young man, very nice guy, you know, came by and you know, looked at it and, you know, said, oh yeah, this will be an easy job. Oh, I can do this in four or five hours. 
And I was like, oh, great. Really? Okay, it's four closets. Let me, you know, I'd like to see how that's going to happen, but okay, good. And what we thought was going to be four or five hours, you know, lasted well over a week. <laughs> My house being torn up. So, y'all, so here's the whole point. The house was just in disarray. Um, the kids went to their grandparents' house. And so they were out of town and I had this window to get all this stuff done. So when they came back, we, boom, we, we're set, we're, we're organized, we're ready to rock and roll. We got the house, you know, more efficient use of space. We've got the house set for learning. I feel better about it. I feel more comfortable. And you know, hey, this is kind of like our vacation spot and it's organized. We want it looking like you can chill here, not like, what's that pile? What is that over there? You know, what is that pile of stuff? What, what are those books? Where do they go? We don't want any of that. So, it, it, once the things started coming off the wall, the young man, you know, would come. But, but just like a contract project, you know, some days it's like, okay, I'll be there at 11. <laughs> come at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm still working. And so, like, I'm getting off work at, like, 6 in the evening, and, and I'm, you know, doing stuff or cleaning or, or whatever, and it's just, and it just went on and on and on, and I'm like, oh my gosh, when y'all see these pictures and just see what came out of the closet, first of all, it's a wonder. I literally, I, I used to joke, I think I joked earlier on one of my Instagram posts about, you know, E.T., and, and, and how he was living in this home and, and you know the kids knew but the mama didn't literally E.T. his mama his daddy his grandmama and his aunts and cousins could have been in this closet <laughs> and I would have been walking in that joker every day getting some clothes and I never would have seen them that that is how packed out this closet was it was packed to the max of things that I told my mom I was like oh, I'm, oh I wear all of this stuff because I thought I did because when a closet is packed you do wear all of it that you can put your hands on and pull out but I was always pulling out the same thing over and over again I didn't even I didn't get down in the weeds and, and rake back and look and see how many things with tags on them that I obviously bought years ago and had no intention of wearing and I will not wear so once everything was pulled out of the closet and the things were pulled off the walls, the first thing you notice in a closet reorganization project is, wow, it's a lot of holes in my wall from where you took all this stuff down. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, young guy. I said, so we got to fix these holes in the wall. Because, you know, he's, you know, constructing shelves, which he did a, a very nice job. And, and so he's like, oh, yeah, well, when I put the shelves up, you know, I'll putty those and sand those out but he didn't paint and I didn't know I was going to have a paint project in the process nor did he paint the shelves it was just wood and he well, actually I take that back he did paint some of the shelves one coat but he was overwhelmed because the project just grew and grew because it was much bigger than you know he initially thought it would be and he was by himself and so now this project that I was paying somebody for that I went through and hired somebody to do is now 
no longer about a purge because I need to feel better about getting organized because I'm feeling this icky on the inside. So I need to get this on the outside and I need to do something. And now I'm doing way more than I needed to do to feel better. So now me and my 70 plus year old mama are in Home Depot buying paint and you know sanding stuff down and painting shelves and painting walls um i was working all day and literally like in these fits of i gotta get this done tonight because i'm i'm on a time limit so i'm literally up until 3 a.m like two or three nights in a row painting and just you know my mom is up with me and we're just we're painting we're, we're literally we're up i mean rolling out stuff climbing ladders doing all kinds of acrobatics that I never thought I would have to do to get in the corners and crevices and stuff. And here's the thing, I've never painted before. I've worked on many a Habitat for Humanity project and somehow I never got assigned to paint. So I wasn't a painter. My mom wasn't a painter. She had never painted before either except one time with my father, but she watched my father because my dad did all of that stuff. My dad painted my nursery, he painted my office, um, and so I've seen him paint, but I didn't pay much attention because I was thinking, I'm never going to paint. <laughs> and so, you know, mom, just from her memory of how to paint, she was like, well, I remember I watched your dad. I remember him telling me how to do this and telling me how to roll this. And so she told me, I do this. And, you know, after a few times, it, it stuck and I started figuring out how to do stuff I didn't even know I knew how to do and it actually came out pretty decent I mean I'm gonna show y'all the pictures of the the paint jobs you know after we finished and but I, my body was so tired and and worn down from doing all this and then you forget about um, the emotional uh, toll purging actually brings forth so i mean this because this was a true purge it wasn't like let me reorganize my causes i do that every season that that wasn't it wasn't like that it wasn't like oh okay i can give this away this way this way and then you just you know organize it it looks great it's clean you vacuum everything out it looks good and you're good to go this was a real true to goodness i'm taking everything out and everything's not going back in and I'm going through all this stuff and I'm reorganizing and I'm donating where I can donate and you know keeping what we should keep but only what we need and what we use but you find photo albums of you know baby pictures when your kids were little and dependent on you or you know I find notes handwritten notes from my father you know where he would write something down for me to do and I saved them and put them away in a box somewhere with well, the boxes in a closet and when you pull that out so you're reading that stuff and so you all I was already feeling some type of way y'all I was already in a state of 
of wrestling with something new that was going to be coming. And I homeschooling, the digital learning thing was new. And and I was wrapping my mind around that and and you know, is this the best decision? And you know, I've got to stay on top of them and I've I've got to, you know, stay on top of my job. It's like I've got to keep working, you know, cuz I my work ethic is my work ethic. I'm not going to let that slip. And you know, will will this be too much, you know, mom monitoring here and then going downstairs monitoring there and all this stuff going on and then on top of all that and then you have the emotions of you know baby shoes oh just a box of baby shoes and i'm sitting there like wow and so i'm i'm just feeling more emotions than i thought i would feel i thought purging all this stuff would allow me to lift this weight and it actually caused more emotion than i expected and oftentimes I was holding back tears of just the memories or just remembering when my kids were small or, you know, seeing photos of family members or notes, handwritten notes from friends or family members who passed away. And, you know, I'm, I'm putting this stuff away or whatever. So not what I expected. So a whole nother load of emotions. And I'm tired. And my mama's tired. And I'm still, and this child is still telling me it'll be finished tomorrow. And it's not. It's, it wasn't finished tomorrow. Tomorrow went on, it, it'll be finished tomorrow, went on three or four more days. And I was just like, Lord. I remember this show on like the HDTV or something where they would have like a weekend or something crazy to redo one room, you know, in the house. I don't, I don't know if y'all even remember this. I can't remember the name of it, but I love that show. And because I was like, there's no way they're going to finish. You know, your heart is pounding. And then, you know, they got, they've got a construction crew. They got like two or three people, you know, cutting and sawing and painting and redecorating. And, you know, they're literally painting and, and, and like, you know, as the person's pulling up in the driveway, they send them off to golf with friends or, you know, send them to the spa with the girls. And when they come back and it's like, you know, in the house, you know, the room is just beautiful. It's one room and it's beautiful. And you're like, man, they boy, they finished that in the nick of time. That's how I felt like... I've got this much time before these kids come back because that's the thing you can't you can't clean up you can't clean out closets with at least not with my kids because all of a sudden they find a use and a need for everything that you're getting rid of so toys books I still read that books do you really do you read you know go set go no you don't so already you know you're rushing and you're trying to get all this stuff done and you want the painting done before they come back and touch anything and it was just chaotic and i mean we not only did the four closets we also cleaned the garage and completely reorganized that and i don't even know if i had a before picture of the garage but i do have an after picture so you can just see all the work but just the heavy lifting i'm i'm bruised i'm i'm bloodied up i um I don't know if you all can see that, that bruise on my arm, and I have like three or four of those on my legs on each side. I don't even know how it happened. I don't know if a little closet gnome that was trying to stop progress came and punched me in the middle of the night, like stop organizing right now and just punched me in my sleep or what, because I cannot explain how I'm so bruised up. And 
and how I mean I was climbing ladders and lifting things that were probably heavier than my body weight I mean just just doing the most I hurt my ankle I don't even know how that happened I literally have not been in my boot camp all week because it hurt to walk on my ankle but I never twisted it I didn't do anything it's like I woke up in the morning and it's like the, the closet gnomes you know bash my ankle <laughs> you know what and they were just old and don't have no business doing any of this uh but it was just i was so tired i'm still so tired and my mom is tired and it's it's like we were laughing but at the same time you know we we felt daddy's presence you know here because daddy was a, definitely a man who could come in and paint and organize and get things i mean some stuff i left because he already had it organized and set aside and i just used that same place to put the things that he had labeled <laughs> i just put them in there and and you know some stuff i'll never get rid of because he wrote on it like you know cleaning products because he had a, a system all poisonous things that you know little young people can ingest needs to be up high all that kind of stuff so we we're doing that and the whole time my mom is you know telling me like your dad would be so proud of you you know you've done a beautiful job and then I'm like you know right back at you because you know you did it too we both painted we both did something we've never done before and um and it was just having that experience alone of I guess you never, it's some things you never think you'll be able to do or you never have a desire to do and until you have to do them. And I certainly never thought painting would be in my list of things to do. I was always like, there'll be a man for that. Oh, my daddy's got that. <laughs> Whatever. And, and he's not here. And so it's not like I can say, daddy, I want my closets painted because it would have been done. He could have built my shelves too and done everything that I hired this young man to do. He could have done it and probably would have done it sooner. And it would have been done in three days and not over the span of more than a week. But it didn't happen that way and it wasn't supposed to happen that way. I've accepted that, that it was supposed to happen exactly the way it did. I was supposed to be climbing in my attic. <laughs> Putting stuff up there. I've got another video about that coming out, y'all, about me in this attic. Because attics are not really my thing. Anything that's got to, i got to climb up in it and it's an open hole and I could possibly fall in it. I really just try to avoid that. You know, I really do. But, you know, I'm looking at in the attic and I'm pulling things up and lifting things. And after all this painting is done. And all of the things, and I'm cleaning up, and we're, you know, cleaning up sawdust and all kinds of just everything. And, you know, going through the clothes, literally sorting out the clothes and the toys and everything. We have 10 bags, 10, like, garbage, like, leaf bags, like your garden variety black bags full of clothes to donate. And and so much stuff and, and appliances and and tools and all kinds of stuff in great condition some things with tags on them and that's nice because it's nice to be able to bless someone else and then laughing at myself because I told my mom 
oh, you don't have to worry about where I'm going to put all this stuff when the closet's done. I'm putting all this stuff back because I wear all this stuff. <laughs> I went through that thing. Y'all, I probably didn't, a third of those things did not come back. I don't wear that stuff. I didn't even know I had it. And some of the stuff, I knew I had it, and I had an intention for it, and I never wore it. So if they say if you don't wear something in, a, in six months, you should get rid of it. I know, or something like a year or something like that. Just go on and get rid of it. And I did. I finally just got rid of it. But the, I, I think the, the surreal part of it that I didn't expect was when we finished and everything was put back. All the clothes are neat. Everything's organized. And, you know, the, the desks are put together because the kids now have their own learning stations. One is downstairs for a good reason. The other one's upstairs. They're separated. For a good reason, um, and I even put the desk together, you know, and and they're heavy, and I put them together, and and that's I think one of the things of um, of the divorce life that you you don't really think about as much when you are getting a divorce is all of the manual labor that you you may have benefited from having when you were married or whatever and it's on you it's on you boo it's no it's there was no manpower in this house other than the young man who built the shelves but it was me and my mama and you know taking stuff down lifting things you know lifting things that I really never would have thought I could even lift which is probably why this ankle is acting up but I got something for that I got some Epsom salt for that because you know I'm country so I'm not worried about that ankle, but a lot of things that I didn't know I could do, mom didn't know she could do, and we did it. And and you, the things you think, you know, when you're thinking about life of of living on your own or, or being single, um, that you, of all the things that come up, I think the one thing that we don't talk about as much is stuff like this you know projects where you know they're you probably would either pay someone or you know you may have brothers or something they can do it or uncles that can come do it well i didn't it's just me and mom and, and but we did it and it looks nice and so far nothing's fallen the paint is not peeled off the wall so it's i guess it's up there to stay uh but just the whole set of things that just that's why I call it just it just turned into so much more than what it was supposed to be because that was something that I was doing to feel better about grappling with this whole digital learning thing like I need to get organized I never had any idea that this was going to turn into a paint project a full-on construction project a paint project a an organization project a a weightlifting project I mean, everything just kind of, you know, climbing into the attic, your dark attic, and putting stuff up there. I just mean the attic just don't get along to, but I have to do it because there's no one else here to do it, so I have to suck it up and do it. And and in the end, I I think I I just felt this sigh like of relief wash over me because the whole time 
that the house was torn up and in disarray and all the clothes all over the beds we slept on this so i slept on one sofa mom slept on the other we didn't even have a place to lie our heads down so even after being up till 3 a.m and then having to hop back up at 6 a.m we were you know sleeping on the sofa and you know making it work make making the most out of it and and i i think that's probably what i see a lot of people dealing with during this this time in this pandemic is making things work with what you have and i mean first of all it was a feat that it was even anybody in here working on these closets because our home has been closed and locked down since march when they closed things down in march we closed this house down so to even have someone with a mask on working in the home for several days was a, a, a big step for us because that was the that was a first but I, I in this pandemic time you know i i think that's what people are dealing with is how you navigate and how you operate in the new um the the new way of doing things to make them right for you and and what i thought would happen did happen it just took longer i thought hey i'll have these this closet reorganized i'll have these clothes back in you know it'll be beautiful and it'll just happen quickly i never banked on having to paint myself or paint anything i didn't bank on my mom having to paint that that in itself just threw a whole monkey wrench in this whole plan but once everything was done and i look around and I felt that calm wash over me. Like, you know, decluttering really is a cathartic um, process because you're not only efficiently using your space and cleaning things out and getting rid of old stuff that should have been gone, should have been purged, um, but it sets your mood, at least for me. A clean house sets my mood. A house that smells like food and cooking sets my mood. And definitely, I think a learning environment, I feel like my kids will learn better by having an organized station with, you know, files and, and everything neat and in order in their own space um, without any clutter sets the mood. I, I, I could be totally wrong. We could totally have a debacle of a digital learning. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, just, I don't know. Everybody acting up so much out here in these streets. I really don't know what's going to happen, but I do know that E.T. and his family, if they were there, they have, they moved, they vacated the premises because now I can see what's happening in my closet and what's happening in my boy's closet. So, that is, um, if I have, I guess, anything to share, I think that's the one thing that if you find yourself feeling overwhelmed or like too much is happening, if there is any kind of way that you can look around and see how you can change up the things physically around you, that sometimes that just helps to set the mood. It could be something as simple as rearranging your furniture, because I even did that here in this living room um, and it just changed the whole space to uh, I mean literally we would not hang out in here 
I would come here every now and again. My mom would come every now and again, but it was just not a place that I would come hang. But the way that this whole space has been reorganized and set up, it's so cozy now. I mean, my mom would be in the morning, she's down there having her coffee or her tea, reading her Bible or something. And, you know, I'll come and chill here like, oh, it's it's a peaceful place. Sometimes it's just a matter of just looking around, you know, to see what, what can I do differently. It could be lighting. You could just be buying a new lamp, a new lampshade, or new a new shade of light to just change, you know. So that's just my little tip, you know. My advice is if you're feeling like you're overwhelmed and you can't control things, we can't control the pandemic. We can't control whether our kids, you know, what happens with that. But what we can control is our space. I can declutter. I can clean. I now I can paint. So that just that's why there was no episode last week because we were under construction literally uh and so that's why you're getting this episode now so i'd love to hear your thoughts uh, about it um how do you handle when things things are beyond your control but they're affecting you internally how do you handle them you know or how do you deal how are you dealing with with the pandemic how are you dealing with sending your kids back to school or the decision um, that you're making or if you're a teacher you know how what how are you handling that decision um, because it's a lot it is a lot uh, a lot of debate a lot of things being said and just stuff spewing out of folks mouths Lord have mercy it's it's a lot to to sometimes take in in the middle of a pandemic and it's just our way of life now so i would love to hear your thoughts your comments your ideas of of what you've done for me it was a big purge that that helped to set me at ease and be more comfortable in my home since i've been confined to it a long time and will continue to be so you know i'm just not ready to play outside yet it's not the outside is not to my liking so i'm being but i'm being an organized space that me and my mama painted so that's all y'all be good um i i just if you have to do anything if you control anything what do you control how do you control uh how do you take control when things are out of control i guess that is um that that's the whole gist of it uh, please get at me in the comments and share your thoughts. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, thank you for watching. Be sure to subscribe to Life Can Be a Niche YouTube channel. It doesn't cost you anything. It's free. It helps us. Tell me to get to 100 subscribers. There's something special. When we get to 100 subscribers, I think it's like 92 now, right now, something like that. When we get to 100, there's going to be a special giveaway, a random giveaway. So you don't want to miss that. So be sure to um, hit the subscribe button if you hadn't, it's free, baby. Um, and follow on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Katie Bryant Writes. Life Unfolding is the blog. It's katiebryantwrites.com. Check out the blog. Uh, Farmhouse Fridays drops. Please be sure to check out some recipes. Share your recipes. Cooking is my favorite, favorite, favorite thing. Um, so I'd love to see you there. And just be 
good to yourselves and be good to each other. Thank you for joining me here in the living room and doing life with us. We appreciate each and every one of you. And, and I will see you when I see you. <laughs>